Looking for a way to start your podcast or boost your existing podcast? Download Anchor app today, available in the App Store or in Google Play for all for your iPhone and for your Android users. Anchor is the easiest way to make a podcast. Anchor gives you everything you need in one place for free, which you can use right from your phone or computer. The tools they provide allow you to record and edit your podcast so it sounds great. They'll distribute your podcast for you so it'll be heard everywhere. Spotify, Apple, Google, and many more. You can easily make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. That means if you have less than five listeners, you can make money from your podcast. Again, download Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started today. What are you waiting for? Download the app right now. Available in the App Store or Google Play. Hey people, what's up? So I decided that I would dedicate this episode to a... I don't want to say it's for R. Kelly because it's not for him, but I figure with my podcast, um, certain episodes, I would take the approach from a therapeutic standpoint um, as a therapist, right? Because I could give it as my regular standpoint as K, but um, from my analytical standpoint as a therapist, I think that would be beneficial for people. Um, But before we get into that, a little difficulties that I'm having with this whole Brandon thing is uh, the name apparently there's a company out there with the same name that was created around the same time I came up with the name and thought I was so original um so I have to look into the technicalities and the legalities of that so stay tuned the name may change um but it'll be the same information just a totally different name sometimes you have to reinvent yourself and apparently I have to keep reinventing myself all the time Okay, so let's just get right into it. So I know I'm a year late. Here's my reason for not watching the R. Kelly documentary when it first came out. Number one, as a therapist, I hear a lot of stories. Um, And I deal with a lot of stories that are similar to the R. Kelly case. Not as extreme. I haven't gotten to that point where it's been that extreme. Um, But I have heard stories similar like that, right? So I didn't want to watch it based on the fact that, like, reality is we already knew how he was, right? So I didn't need a documentary to confirm what I already knew since I grew up in the time where I could have been one of those girls that was on that documentary. Um, R. Kelly could have snatched me up, right? Um, But thank God for my father because my dad would have never let me get within 10 feet of R. Kelly if I was a fan. I don't even remember my dad playing R. Kelly in the house. Like, I listened to R. Kelly, but it wasn't like, there was something about R. Kelly where it was just like, and I don't even, like, again, I just don't want to focus on him per se, because there's a ton of men out there like R. Kelly, but don't have R. Kelly status. You know, like the money, the glitz and glamour, a whole team around him enabling them. I mean, there are regular everyday men that do have people around them that, you know, yes them to death and, you know, enable them because they don't they, they're living a certain lifestyle but um I was just never caught up in to like men of that nature 
or just men in general when I was younger. Like, I was very laser-focused on school. I was very, you know, focused on, um, yeah, just focused on school and just surviving adolescence. Um, And just the family that I come from, like, we have values, we have beliefs, we have morals, we live a certain way. So R. Kelly didn't fit in to the mold of what I was living and how I was growing up and I was you know I'm very blessed to have both a mom and a dad growing up in my household together as a unit raising me you know my dad didn't live somewhere else my parents are married um and they were married they've been married since I was since I was born so this is not focuses on R. Kelly but men similar to him and just the situation as a whole so I watched the first episode, and of course, the first episode um, touches on the first two episodes touches touch on his relationship with Aaliyah. Now, if you know me, you know that I really like Aaliyah. I love her. I adored her. Um, she was my role model. People that knew me in high school, college, uh, early adulthood, just know how much I love her, and then how much how devastating it was to lose my role model in a tragic plane crash with that being said watching the documentary and the stuff that he did to her let's pause when Aaliyah came on the scene she was 15 Aaliyah's three years younger is three years older than me correction Aaliyah's three years older than me so that means 15 minus 3 I was 12 right Aaliyah met R. Kelly at 12 so I'm growing up the same time she's growing up, right? So seeing her on the screen with him, it never clicked in my head like, hey, this is like a strange relationship. Because at that time, we didn't have Google where you could go online and know somebody's age. As far as I'm concerned, I'm assuming he is, he's a man, but I wasn't thinking he was as old as he was. Like literally, he's 12 years older than her, but I'm not thinking the man's like 27. I'm thinking like, oh, maybe he's like 20. Either way, 17 and 20 year old probably shouldn't really be together but whatever it happens you know if they were in college then it would be okay because 17 you could be in college at 17 you could be in college at 20 so watching that part of the documentary like they started off with his whole childhood and I was like oh look at him he looks so cute and adorable but I was like there's a story to this there's a story to this and even before I watched the documentary because I had conversations with people and they're like oh did you watch the documentary blah 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 yada 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 And I was like, no, I didn't watch it. What's what's the point in watching a documentary when I already know what to expect, right? We already know the stories about R. Kelly. Like, he preys on um, young, vulnerable girls. And as, you know, time passes on, now he's going for, you know, young women, young, impressionable, vulnerable women. Um, And then it was just women that he can get in their minds and just brainwash them, right? But it was always the same thing. It's different ages, you know, that he was going with. So seeing that bit about Aaliyah, and um, it kind of like broke my spirit because her family seems so put together. And I'm pretty sure they are put together, so I'm not judging them. It's not a judgment on them or anything of that nature. It's just, um, and this was my concern for all the families because when I got towards the end of the documentary, like, my eyebrows were raised. Like, in the beginning, I had, like, a little understanding. But towards the end, I was like, nah, this don't make no sense. I just really felt bad for Leah, um, And I just really wish she was here to tell her story. So I'm going to move on from that.
but I don't want to be disrespectful to her legacy and to her parents um, and to her brother and then any other family members that, you know, are still dealing with her, her absence from their life. So seeing that, like me being that age, like I heard the rumors of the marriage and stuff like that, but you know, I'm, you know, at the time I'm 12. So none of that's like raising a red flag. And again, we don't have the internet. We don't have social media where I could pull up stuff and be like, was Aaliyah married? You can confirm. Was she married to R. Kelly? Was he married to her? Did they do a wedding? How old was she really? Blah, blah, blah. But the thing that really broke my heart was that she was pregnant. And so to me, I'm wondering, like, is that the reason why she took such a long break between her first two albums? Because she was stealing so much and all of that. Like, all of that makes sense now, right? When she came out with the first album, it was 95. And then when she came out with um, her next album, it was like 97, 98. Like, time had passed. And we didn't hear nothing. We didn't see nothing. Nothing was going on. And then, boom, she's up here. But I'm going to move on from that. So that was just, like, disturbing to me in that sense. That he preyed on her innocence. Because she was such a young, impressionable girl that had a lot of talent. And um, it shouldn't have happened to her. It shouldn't have. So I'm sitting there watching it. And anytime I'm watching these things about, you know, these celebrities or anybody, like if you watch all these shows on Netflix, like to um, How to Be a Killer or, you know, the Aaron Hernandez story, I'm always diagnosing people. Like that's my strong point. I diagnose people, right? Because I'm a therapist. That's what I do. Um, if you sit down and have a conversation with me, I'm trying to figure out where you fall into the BSM. Sorry. Uh, so I, the one diagnosis that I came up with him, besides being a narcissist, because I came up with that originally before seeing the documentary, um, the diagnosis I came up with now, along with being a narcissist, is borderline personality disorder. So let me tell you what borderline personality So this <clears throat> speaks to him a lot, right? You know, right? There's no really no cure for it, okay? So talk therapy would help, which is probably what he needed. And in some cases, medications. Um, and if his symptoms are severe, just being hospitalized, right? So unstable relationships, unclear or shifting self-image, impulsive self-destructive behaviors, self-harm, extreme emotional swings, chronic feelings of um, emptiness, explosive anger, um, just, you know, stuff like that, risky behavior, like all of that. I'm watching this here and I'm like, yo, this is this man. One minute he's good, next minute he's not. Like how many of us know somebody that's like that right and this is not bipolar because bipolar right everyone confuses them and there's a lot of them that sound similar bipolar is you go you between a manic state which is like you're really happy you're really hyper you're have very risky behaviors and then you go to a depressive state he shows no clear signs of depression there's no down for him he goes between and they kept making the distinguish between him as R. Kelly, that's him as the artist, right? And then Robert was like this sinister monster who preyed on girls. 
Um, and so then I was just like, and borderline did come to my head. I was like, does he have multiple personalities? Because when they were showing the childhood, just seeing his innocence, you could see the innocence through his pictures. But his innocence was taken from him by various people. One of those people being his sister, who was obviously being preyed on. And then his innocence was also being taken by a guy in the neighborhood. If you see R. Kelly, he's a very much a pretty boy. Out of all his siblings, he's the best looking. They never showed a picture of his sister, but they show his other two brothers, and he's like literally the best looking. He's a pretty boy in the family, right? So, you know, that tends to happen. People get preyed on. It's not it's not a good reason to prey on people because they're pretty boys, because I think that's gross. But he was preyed on. And so I was, you know, watching this and I was like, oh my, I, my heart was beat. And then to hear like he had a learning disability on top of that. So he was a victim. He was a vulnerable, very impressionable victim. And then with the mom being in church all the time and working, like he had a need that wasn't being fulfilled as a kid. And then his innocence being taken away. So what he did is he immersed himself in the music and he unlocked his gift through music, right? So he's a musical genius. But we have to realize people have gifts from God, but that doesn't make them saints. They just have a gift from God. They can still be monsters. Satan was the most beautiful angel in heaven, right? Most beautiful angel in heaven. Okay? And then he thought he was better than God. So we look at R. Kelly, he had a musical gift, but he also had demons in him. And so he put his demons into his music, and then he lived it out with other people, all this trauma. So if had he been in therapy, we wouldn't have had all of these victims. If he had gotten the help that he needed, we wouldn't have all these victims. So now we're getting in halfway there. Now, I didn't realize these episodes were this long. Cause I was just sitting there like watching it and my face you know me I have facial expressions my face is just turning upside down the whole time I was cool the first four episodes then we get into five and six where now he's not really preying on young girls right he's preying on girls that are like 17 about to be 18 19 year olds 20 year olds yes they're still young but they're adults now he knows what he's doing he knows if he goes this route you really can't prove nothing against him that they're being held against his will because now he's brainwashing them. How many of us have been there? How many of us have been sold a dream as girls? Young girls in New York City, right? Okay, or any state that you live in, right? The dream of, I have a talent, somebody's gonna put me on, blah, 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 blah. And, and you feel like you gotta be put on. Like, this is the only person that can help you to get towards this dream. And you'll do anything to make this dream come true. And then what happens? We get ourselves in trouble. We get ourselves in a situation that we can't get ourselves out of. We don't tell our parents about the situation that we're getting ourselves into. We don't tell nobody because we feel like they're gonna talk us out of it and talk us out of our dream. And then we won't go nowhere and it'll be 10 years from now where we didn't get to where we wanted to be. And we're upset and sad and angry with ourselves. You feel me? And so I sat there and I was just like, yo, there's a lot of girls that have a story like this. 
and there's a man out there who's an R. Kelly for them. And I said, this is, this is really, really, really sad. It is. I know there's so, so many girls, brown and black, who have this dream of like, yo, I'm going to have a YouTube channel. I'm going to be an Instagram this. I'm going to be that, that. I know a dude that's like in his 20s. Why are you a 12-year-old hanging out with a 20-year-old? Where's your mama? Why your mama think this okay? Where's your daddy? If he's around, why he not questioning this? If he's not around, where's your positive male role model? Where are the role models in your life talking you out of this stuff? So now I'm watching it. I'm just like, yo, this dude's got issues. He's got issues. And he used his music as a weapon to brainwash the whole world, if you think about it. Because in his lyrics, he gives himself up plenty of times. Bump and grind. I don't see nothing wrong. I'll sing it for you. I don't see nothing wrong with a little bump and grind. Right? Body's calling me. My mind's telling me no, but my body's telling me yes. Right? Bump and grind again. That's how the song starts off, right? All those songs, but in between all of those raunchy songs, right? He started to create music everybody can relate to. Step in the name of love. I believe I can fly. The world's greatest. All of those, those are feel-good songs. Those are songs you can sing in church. And then he was writing for other people. So he wrote for the great late Michael Jackson. You are not alone, right? When I heard that story, because I already read it, and um, I had already read the story before I saw the documentary, and that upset me because he wrote her that song, and she had a miscarriage. And he, he dedicated the song to her. And to feel her pain, like I felt everybody's pain there, and I believed every one of them. I'm going to be jumping all over the place. So now that I said that, I believe every one of them. One of those shirts, I wanted to go through my TV screen and punch dude square in the face. Let me tell you why I wanted to punch dude square in the face. Let me tell you why I wanted to go through my TV screen and punch this dude right in his E-Y-E. Because he said um, the reason why the conviction was guilty or why he voted guilty, because you know how to be collective thing, why he voted guilty is because... Look at the way they dress. Look at the way they act. I don't believe their story. What does, what does how they dress and how they act got to do with anything? That's not a reason to take advantage of anybody. It's not an excuse. Dudes throw themselves at women all the time. Do we take advantage of that? No. So we can have willpower. Why in the reverse they can't have willpower? But he was grooming people. So let's go back to his childhood. He was groomed in his childhood. Who knows if he wasn't doing this grooming thing from young? He was groomed. Who knows if he wasn't scouting other people? Well, it did say he was, because once he dropped out of high school, then he started going to, what was it, Kentwood? Kenwood, whatever it's called. Academy. And started hanging out there and getting girls from there. So he started from, from young, but he had yes men around him. Yes, Kells. Yes, Robert. Yes, this. Yes, that. Go get me some girls. And then you're out in the mall. Not saying men can't be in the mall. But how many men you know shop together in the mall? That sounds mad suspect to me. 
So when he has all these people lined up doing his dirty work, well, you can get the job done 10 times faster than if you're doing it by yourself. Than if you're doing it by yourself. So that was absolutely disturbing to me. But we see this all the time, right? In recent times where we see these little posters on the street of call this number, um, you want to be a model, or call this number for a job, you know, just recently, well, not just recently, like a couple of months ago, where this girl did call the number, and the job was at Bay Plaza, but it wasn't a job at Bay Plaza. She called her mother, because it was suspect, because somebody, it was a setup. She could have been disappearing. All these chicks disappearing and ended up in vans. It's the same premise. It's the same premise. He just got some status that make it make it a little easier for him and he can hide it a little bit better. But he was groomed from young and then he started grooming people. When you are abused, you tend to abuse others. Hurt people hurt other people. Abuse people abuse other people. Especially if they haven't healed. Now, if you've learned to heal from your abuse, you're probably not going to abuse people. Right? But if you do not, you probably are going to repeat the cycle. And he convincing himself that he's not a monster. He convinced himself he's not a monster. And then he just keeps releasing music that feels good, that plays on your heartstrings, and you just feel sorry for the man but I don't feel sorry for him he needs to ride in jail I don't feel sorry for any man like him him. they all need to ride in jail because we have to start putting our youth first we have to start protecting the kids if your gut is telling you your child no nobody no parent no guardian should be releasing their child and putting their child in the care of a grown-ass stranger whether it's man or woman like that wasn't making no sense to me all these people trusting their kids with this grown-ass man who there's rumors flying around would you leave your child in the room with el diablo i don't think so no no you were not so why do you think which leads me to the end of the documentary so now we're getting to the point where these girls are a little older that he's getting and he's brainwashing and he's locking up in a cage. I don't even want to get to the subject on his wife because that's a whole different ball game. But I'm going to focus on the one, the, the one set of parents. Well, it was like about three sets of parents, right? The one where they went to the, the dad. They all took dad to the concert for his birthday. What the hell did you think was going to happen when he pulled your daughter up on stage? And why would you as a man think that is okay? You know what my dad would have done? My dad would look hell straight in the eyes that I dare you to touch him. But that's the father I got and that's how I was raised. People always think I'm mean when I set a boundary to people and I be putting be like nah let's go and I protect my friends you know how many people I probably save from be- from them same situations and I'm not gonna let up cause when I think something ain't right it ain't right why did dad thought that was okay oh why y'all couldn't go backstage why you couldn't say nah we'll all go backstage like 
use your brains. We can't be that desperate for a come up as a people that we just let anything fly. Like, that sounds absolutely insane to me. Like, it does. It sounds crazy to me. We're that desperate for a come up that we just releasing our kids to monsters. I know there's plenty of stories about it. But if you've seen some of these parents seem, I don't want to say well-to-do, but they seem pretty educated. They seem like pretty distant people, right? Not the kind that would sacrifice their children to a predator. I get it. In the moment, they didn't know any better. I get it. Your child turns 18 you feel like you can't tell them nothing they live under your roof you can tell them everything you want to tell them you still paying bills for them you still paying for schooling or whatever their dream is you could sure as hell tell them what you want to tell them it was just the whole documentary itself was just absolutely disturbing to me and just had me thinking about our reality of what we let what we find acceptable and what we find unacceptable um and we just have to we we have to get back to being a community of having better morals better values just better better everything and just respecting the fact that if it seems if it if it walks like a duck if it smells like a duck if it quacks like a duck it's a motherfucking it's sorry excuse my friend see bleep it's a duck. You feel me? So if it looks like a predator, talks like a predator, appears like a predator, it's a predator. This man needs to be brought up on pedophilia charges, on pornography charges, child pornography. Hey, even with some of these adult women, this regular pornography, okay, but they could probably get a better on the child pornography. And kidnapping charges because that's literally what he's doing you're kidnapping people and chaining them up and torture torture you ever watch the saw movies that's basically what he's doing i mean except that they not like cut up and got a face test but it's abusive behavior domestic violence can we say that because a lot of these girls claim they were his girlfriends can we claim that just have to do do better so I just really wanted to touch on that um part two I have to check for it and see if it's on demand I don't know if it's on demand um but I need to take a little breather from part one because that was a lot for me to process and to understand but I do the man's a narcissist so know that and know that the man probably has borderline personality disorder know that as well they'll switch up on you real fast and they're really aggressive and they're really angry and then they'll go back to being sweet and charming and you in your head doesn't know whether you're coming or you're going and that's what they do and that's what he did and I wonder if the person that groomed him or people that groomed him and abused him if they had similar personalities and that's what kept luring him in getting him to to come in them telling him you're very talented don't worry you can't read you have a gift okay well that is your 
pinch of therapy that is my little tiny review on the whole r kelly thing and what that means in our community stay tuned for the part two of that where i'm going to go into more of the analytical part the psychological part of just being with like an abuser and knowing the signs of abuse hi people it's your girl k your licensed mental health counselor your neighborhood therapist juices